Cupcake, and welcome to the Vaguely Vaping-related podcast. <laughs> Welcome to episode 12 of the Vaguely Vaping Related Podcast. I've got a fair few things for you in this episode. We've got the flavour of the week. So the first of the new section where I will be test driving a new flavour for you every single episode. So flavour of the week is coming up and it's a juice from Vampire Vape from their American Desire range and it's called Grizzly. But I'll let you uh, listen to that when it comes through. So we've got flavour of the week for you. Um, I do talk about squonking so this episode I will be telling you how you can clean your contacts. Exciting stuff! Yeah. Okay, so how to clean your contacts on your mech mod. Well, there you are. That's, you, you need to do it if you've got a box mech box squonker. You need to be know how to clean your contacts. What else for you? Oh, I've got a vaguely serious section that I will be talking about. Dean the Vaping Biker did post a YouTube video up that caught my eye and I really wanted to talk to you about it and uh, and signpost you so you can see that video. So I'll be talking about that a little bit later on as well. A little bit about Vape Expo because that's coming up. And um, yeah, Leslie has got her new section as well. I think I've decided Leslie's a girl. I think it's just going to have to be. Right, so Leslie will be uh, uh, with her new section coming up later on. So let's just get into it. Let's get straight fired into it. So on with the first section. What I wanted to talk about this time is squonkers. Guess what? I'm talking about squonkers. Yeah. Oh, what a surprise. Yeah, the vaguely vaping related podcast. British podcast. Uh, squonking does seem to be taking over in the UK. Every uh, YouTube channel includes squonking. Ideal Home Show, very heavily squonking. <laughs> it's VT UK, that's, that's, that's just as bad. <laughs> so, so yeah, I'm, I'm talking about squonking. One thing that I've noticed with my squonking, I've made... Oh, by the way, I made my mod! Yeah! Oh, I need to get these pictures on Instagram, because I haven't put them on Instagram. But if you're on uh, Facebook, have a look on... Mod showcases. I put a post on mod show showcases that shows my mod. I did a, I, I did a print. This is this is purely for me. I because because it, it is it is so cult. I think it, it the the it's a bit out there. It's a grey uh, aluminized box because the way I print I was going to do it have it coloured, but the way I printed it, uh, they couldn't do it. So that was so I've got it grey, which is fine actually, because I think any of my future prints I'm going to do uncoloured, and I'm going to look into finding out how to dye it myself. Why not? Um, the, the, this mod making malarkey is all about developing your skills and working out how to do things. So 
Um, I, I think I would have better results if I dyed it myself. Um, because I did do a mod for a friend of mine, Jim. Jimmy! Jimmy Parker. Uh, asked me if I could make a mod for him. And, and I did. And I'm not posting any pictures of those yet because I've not given it him yet. So you'll have to wait until after Expo if you want to see. And to be fair, I'll probably leave all the hand checks to Jimmy. So uh, I, I printed Jimmy's and his was coloured. His was coloured. His is coloured. Yeah, get me grammar. Anyway, he's got a black box and the door is red. So I got that coloured um, when I printed it, which... Which is great. Looks, I, I think it looks gorgeous. But I'm biased because I made the fucking thing. But the one issue I had was the door wasn't quite flush. I think it's just the... Uh, yeah, I, I was really surprised actually because I printed two mods exactly the same in slightly different ways. Uh, I, I won't get into it, but I, it, was, it was the same company. Presumably same machine. Um, same specs. Same file that I sent them. But they printed it, and it, both were illuminide, alamide, illuminide, yeah, whatever. But they came out. The door on mine pretty much fitted in straight out uh, as, as soon as I got it. The door on Jimmy's box, was there was a slight gap at the top and the bottom. Now I've put all the magnets in and got it um, so it's all made up. It sits nicely in the middle, so it, it doesn't show. <laughs> Jimmy, don't listen to this, because I'm, I'm telling you what's wrong with your mod. <laughs> yeah, but it didn't quite fit. And, and the width-wise, it was just a little bit. It was just a bit of a squeeze to get it in. So I had to sand it down a little bit to get it to fit. And because it was already dyed, if... Yeah, Jimmy, if you have a look. On the sides of the doors, the, the colour is is slightly coming off because I sand it. It's been dyed afterwards. Obviously, you, you dip the box into the dye and it takes the colour from the outside. So if you sand it, you end up with a bare colour underneath. <laughs> hmm. So I'm thinking, right, so all of that is... I'm now, <laughs> anything else that I make, I'm going to print it grey and then colour it because I can make it all fit together, do all the sanding. Then dye it! So then I get a nice even colour and I don't have to worry about sanding it and taking the colour off. So, yeah, there you go. So my box, it's it's all grey and I think it, it looks quite nice. Um, but I did some prisoner engravings. I, if, have you ever heard of the prisoner? I am not a number. I am a free man! Yeah, this is a an ancient really old TV programme from the 60s. I think it was 65 to 68 or something. Um, it ran for a, about three years. Um, and it had got Patrick McGowan in it. I completely forgot his name when I was on Vape, uh, Vape Talk. I called him Patrick McGee or something. McPhee. I don't know. Anyway, my brain completely faded at that point. Yeah, Patrick McGowan played the prisoner and he is known as number six. There you go. Have it. Have a look on YouTube. If you've got... I think it's on Netflix. Fairly sure it's on Netflix. Go and have a look. Cult, it, it, cult TV programme. It is really good. I must admit, I've not watched it for a few years. Um, but the, the, the story's great. Sci-fi cult. And it was filmed in a place called Port Merion in Wales, which was a village 
that was actually built as a folly. No one actually, no one ever lived there. It was built into the side of the cliffs. And the chap who built it just wanted to kind of say, look, I can build into the environment and make the environment part of the architecture. Um, and so he built Port Merion as an example of, yeah, look, you can do this. And, uh, and an example of community living. It is an absolutely beautiful place and would I'd love to live there. Uh, <laughs> the houses are, are fabulous because you do get to go in some of them. Quite small, uh, as I'm sure you'd expect. But um, my ambition is to actually stay there one day because part some of the rooms, uh, some of the buildings, they've actually um, made so you can stay in them as a hotel. So uh, the Port Marion is actually a hotel as well, but absolutely lovely place. So that's by the by, but I, I've I got the, the design was the logos of the prisoner. And if you know the logo of the prisoner, the logo is a penny farthing. So, you know, penny farthing, big wheel at bicycle, big wheel at the front, little wheel at the back. Basically, I wanted to incorporate the squonk hole at the front into the design. So I've got the prisoner text across the top and I've got the penny farthing around the squonk hole. So the squonk hole is the front wheel of the penny farthing. So there you go, that's it. I like it. And on the back it's got the prisoner and it's got the logo um, that, it, that used Patrick McGowan's face on. And I am really pleased with how that came out. It came out loads better than I expected it to. When I uh, when I added the print uh, when I added it onto the onto the model in the CAD software, I thought eh, that might work. It might not. We'll see how it goes. And it's come out really really well. I'm really pleased with it. Yeah. And where you have the we usually have the serial number on the side where the button is. I've got the uh, I've got the penny farthing with the number six in the uh, in the wheel. Now to be fair. On serial numbers, this isn't number six. Technically, it's number three. <laughs> but there we go. It's got number six serial number on it. Because obviously that goes with a prisoner. So there, there you go. That's the mod I'm using. That's that's what I've that's what I've got. And obviously I've built it uh, from scratch using the mod maker parts, modmaker.co.uk. And you know, it's got copper contacts in it, and I've had to make the copper contacts. Now the one thing I thought when I was building it and making it and uh, I've been obviously fiddling with the mods that I've got to learn how they're, how about they're all set up and to make this one. One thing I realised is no one ever told me how to, you know, do mod maintenance because I've been using my rock mods, uh, rock mods mod um, and the, my mvapes, mvapes mod, it's not mvapes anymore, it's fine mods, f-y-n-e, fine mods, uh, my fine mods squonker, beautiful, which I took a lot of inspiration from, thanks Matt, because the, yeah, the mod I've got, I've, uh, used the similar 15 mil bottles to what's in the, uh, fine mods squonk, um, I really, really like the, uh, 15 mil, um, because it just means you don't have to worry about filling up with juice every five minutes. You've uh, you've got a you've got a fuck ton of juice basically. Fifteen mil. You buy a thirty mil bottle of juice. I mean, it, you know, you can't get you can't get a fifteen mil bottle of juice anymore. You have to buy ten mils. So <laughs> you've got to empty your juice bottle into it and then squeeze squeeze half of another one into it. But yeah, anyway, there you go. So yeah. I, 
no no one kind of told me how to look after it. Well, you do get told how to look after it. I got a brilliant, uh, with the fine mods, um, Mac gives you a fantastic sheet going, what you have to do, da-da-da, look after it, especially how to treat the wood. But I've got a copper contact in it, and you do get a little bit of arcing. I did notice uh, at one point, I'm thinking, I'm pushing this button, I'm sure it's contacting, but nothing's happening. And I have to press it a little bit harder for it to fire and go. And I'm like, oh, okay. So, you know, what I did, opened it up, took the copper contacts out, out with the brasso, gave it a nice good old clean, made it look like a mirror, and put it back in again. And uh, yeah, it improved it, improved it a little bit. I then thought, you know, only, only a day or so, and I'm thinking, still doing it. What's, what's, what's going on? And the one thing, what I realised is that this, the copper contact actually connects with the brass nut on the 510. And that's what makes the contact. I mean, it's obvious, isn't it? And um, if and I'm only talking about the ModMaker 510s because the, all the squonks I've got, I've got ModMaker 510s in them. Um, I've seen pictures of, like, the, is it the Fat Boy um, 510s? I, I've seen pictures and images of mods with them in. I have not got one, so I can't comment on those. It's literally the Mod Maker 510s. I'm sure they're fairly similar. But I realised there was a black mark on it. Just where the contact's hitting it. And I'm thinking, okay. Well, we need to sort that out. So, because I'd bought a 510 from Mod Maker, it comes in a, in a bag and you have to screw it all together. So that was... That was a, an education in itself, putting that thing, oh, so that goes in there. Go, oh, there's the 510, and that goes around. Oh, and that's a, and the spring doesn't look like a spring. It's a kind of mesh thing um, that, that, uh, that, that is the spring for the 510. Um, so I thought, oh, interesting. So yeah, it really was an education, having it in bits. But I'd been completely, you know... I've just I've just paid £120 for this mod. I'm so not going to take it apart in case I fuck it up and I can't get it back together again. So I was terrified and did not even contemplate taking apart the 510 that was on my mods. I thought, I'm not taking it apart. I'll break it. What I'm saying is if you want to clean it, if you're finding you're getting bad contacts, don't be afraid to take the 510 apart. Now, you don't have to take it apart completely. Um, this is the thing. In order to clean your contacts, the only bit... If you take your battery out, if you take your battery out, you will find... It doesn't matter how mucky your contacts get, you will find on the top contact and the bottom contact, there is a tiny, tiny, shiny patch of metal. Completely clean. That's where your battery is connecting with the contacts. And so you can let the whole thing go to pot, you will still have a decent contact. Because that bit stays nice, it stays corrosion-free. It's it's kept, uh, it, it's in constant, constant contact with your battery. As long as you don't take your battery out and leave it for weeks, months without a battery. And if you do that, it will start to, it will start to um, uh, tarnish. But as long as there's a battery in it and you're using it on a regular basis, don't worry about it. I mean, my my fine mods that I've got is the copper contacts. I've never taken the top contact out. It's fine. 
absolutely fine. But I am a sod for the taking the, the, the contact that slides out. Yep, and it comes. Oh, it's not looking very good. Make it look like a mirror again. I'm obsessed. Got to get the brasso out. Got to make it clean. So if you go for... <laughs> yeah, I do. So if you go for the... For, if you think of that logic, the next bit that contacts is the flat bit that touches the um, the nut on the 510. So if you really, really, really just want a very quick but very effective clean, all you need to do is clean the little bit that touches the nut on the 510. That's it. Don't worry about anything else. Leave it. You don't have to polish it up at all. Just the bit that touches the 510. But the important bit is the bit on the 510, that nut at the bottom. If you take everything out, your bottle and the and, and if, if the contacts come out easy enough, take them out. That nut on the bottom, if you twist it, I am, I am, I've got my hand in the air and I'm twisting as if you can see on a podcast. There you go, just do that. There you go. <laughs> just, just, just twist it as if you're undoing a nut, because you are. That bottom nut will unscrew and come off in your hand. Now it's made of brass. You will probably notice on it that there is a black line. If it's just a, if it's just the edge of the contact that's touching it, you'll notice a black line on it. If you really, really are feeling lazy, unscrew that nut, turn it over, screw it back on again. And then you've got a clean section because it's not the same bit that it's touching because you've turned it over. So that is the real lazy, it's, it's what I do all the bloody time because I'm a lazy ass. Unscrew it, turn it over, put it back on again. You will notice the difference, trust me. It's, it's amazing the difference when you've got, got it clean. But if you've taken it off, if you've got the brasso out for cleaning your, your, your copper side, why don't you clean it? It's called brasso for a reason. It cleans bloody brass. And that nut is brass. So give it a clean with the brasso. Scrub it. It will change colour completely. You'll think, oh, it's not too bad. You clean it with brasso, suddenly it's gold. <laughs> so yeah, give that a good clean. And then screw it back on again. Make sure you make sure you do get as much of the brasso off as you can um, before you put it back on. And uh, there you are, Bob's your uncle, and you're off and away. So that that is the simplest bit. But if you <laughs> so that's all you need to do, and then you've got amazing contacts again. You only need to do to, to clean the bits that it touches. There you are. That's it. But let's be fair, we do like to open our mod and go, Oh look, it's all shiny! Because I certainly do. So yeah, if the if your copper strip comes out, take it out. Yeah, brasso all over it. There is nothing like getting the brasso out, especially on a bit of copper. Because copper tarnishes fairly quickly. Um, it, you know, you could be doing this weekly if you want. But yeah, out comes your copper, the brasso, give it a good clean you can get it to look like a mirror. And if you're really, really wanting to get obsessed with it, the other parts of the um, 510, you can, if you, un if you get yourself a 510 spanner, if you're thinking of undoing your 510, get yourself a 510 spanner. Normal spanners yeah, can work, but they tend to be a bit big and clumpy. And they is, off the top of my head, 14 mil? 
I do believe. Now, I would suggest going on the, uh, if, if you've heard of Seize Mods, S-E-I-Z-E, -E, go on Seize Mods and have a look on their website because they sell a 510 spanner. In fact, they sell they sell about three or four for different um, for different five tens, but go for the mod maker fourteen mil five ten spanner, and you'll be fairly sure that you'll get a very slim spanner that you can get into your mod to to take it out. Because if you've got a bloody like what I'm using, <laughs> I ought to take my own advice and actually buy one of these spanners off seas because I haven't. <laughs> oh. But yeah, I really should. Yeah, I mean, because I'm using a bloody great big spanner. Fortunately, my box, because it's got the 15 mil bottle in it, it's fairly big. I know for a, I know for damn sure if I try and use that spanner in the rock mods, it's just not going to work. It's no way it's going to get in there. Um, <laughs> so yeah, go for a dedicated 510 spanner if you want. And the C's mods. I'm not looking. I think it's about six quid. So it's not particularly expensive. Um, so you can go and get yourself a, a, a spanner that will take your 510 off. So unscrew that. Be careful because then it's just going to drop out. Make sure you take your Atty off first because some moron didn't when he tried it. And then the top, everything just goes, wee boff, it's gone. Disappeared underneath the cabinet because I'm a moron. <laughs> and you'll notice that nut. Um, when you unscrew your atty, the, we'll, we'll move up because that's part of the sprung thing. So yeah, you can take that off, that nut that you've just taken off. That's brass as well. Give it a polish with the brasso. Um, the casing that's covered over the spring, that will unscrew and come off. So you can take that off and give that a polish and put it all back together again. And all of a sudden, you've got a spanking shiny mod. It's all on the inside, so no bugger can see it, like, but, you know, you can go, Oh, look. Oh, isn't it nice? Oh, nice and shiny. Yeah, so, it's just so, yeah, go for it. Why not? Do not be afraid of taking your mod apart. And, and if you want, if you do want to clean that top contact, chances are the only way, you, well, the only way you're going to do it, because it's going to be trapped under that nut in uh, one form or other, the only way you're going to be able to clean that is, by taking it out of the mod, is to unscrew that nut and take it all apart, okay? Please do this at your own risk. I am not suggesting you should go and take your mod apart and then be very clump-handed when you put it back together again. Things like the fine mods, I would imagine. You can over-tighten it and warp the wood if you're not careful. So be very careful uh, taking it apart if you don't want if you don't want to risk breaking or spoiling your mod. Then just clean that bottom nut. Take that bottom nut off. Give that a polish. Make sure it's nice and clean and put it back on again. Don't worry about the rest. It'll be fine. It really will. Um, just as a word of warning as well, if you have got silver contacts, because there's a lot of mods now that have got silver contacts, you clean those differently. They don't tarnish as quickly as uh, copper does. And so that my Rock Mods has got silver contacts in it, and I've not, I, I've never had to clean those. Uh, just cleaning the nut and giving the, uh, and giving the contacts a polish with a cloth 
No, no chemicals, just a cloth, a clean, has, has worked absolutely fine for the silver contacts. So if you've got silver contacts, don't worry too much, but you may need some brasso for that nut because that's still brass. It's not silver, it's brass um, and does arc um, when it hits. So there you go. Right. So that is the vaguely vaping related podcast customer service announcement how to look after the internals of your mod there you go i thought i just thought i'd let you know because no one I, i've never seen a video or anything that says this is how you clean your contacts i think it's just a boring thing that 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 folk think nah they'll figure it out it's fine they don't need what, what do we want to tell them for they'll just figure it out yeah no copper contacts you're gonna have to clean fairly regularly but yeah just clean the bits where it touches. Right! Okay, on to the next bit. Right now for a vaguely serious section. Um, I'm sure you know that from listening to the podcast that I do like my YouTube and watching my YouTube channels. I do uh, enjoy watching uh, Vaping Vic. Uh, I watch the Vape Talk UK. I watch the Ideal Ohm Show and various other YouTube reviewers. And please don't get offended if I don't mention you. Um, <laughs> especially people who live in sheds for some reason. Don't know why. Anyway, um, I, I was just going around the uh, YouTube having a look at the, the stuff that I usually like to watch. Uh, and I do always have a look at Dean the Vaping Biker's channel and have a look, see what he's reviewing, see what's on. If I'm looking at buying something, I always check Dean's, see if Dean's got something on there. And always look at, at least at one of the channels I look in is always Dean's to see if he's got a review in there. And I, I did notice that he's now put up a video because it's no it's no secret that Dean is, is not a well chap, bless him. Um, and he does suffer from, and this is where my pronunciation is going to be, absolutely terrible but he suffers from fibromyalgia which i know i can manage to say but fibromyalgia and ankylosing spondylitis now he's mentioned this before he's mentioned this in his videos um he mentioned it when i interviewed him because if you want to listen to the interview that i did with dean go back uh, and look at the episode where from the uh, Vapor Expo from May. Go and have a listen. He gave me a wonderful interview. Thank you very much, Dean. Cheers. But I want to, I, I, I kind of want to signpost you to watch this video. He did mention in that interview his uh, illness, his fibromyalgia, and his, I, I'm going to have to keep reading this each time I say it, the ankylosing spondylitis. He mentioned that. and But I'll be honest with you, before I started watching Dean the Vaping Biker. I had not come across fibromyalgia. I'd heard of fibromyalgia just in passing. Um, but I'd never heard of the uh, ankylosing spondylitis at all. So I, I, I just don't know what, what it is. I, I really don't know what he goes through. So what Dean has done is he's done a video that shows the issues that Dean has with his, uh, with his illness. And I, I, I literally want to point you to it to go and watch it. I, I think you should go and watch it and find out what Dean has to go through. Um, I think from seeing Dean, meeting Dean at vape events, 
he's a great chap. He's got his wonderful scooter that he scoots around the event on. Um, and I'm hoping he's, he's going to be well enough to make it to Expo. But looking at Dean and talking to Dean, he seems perfectly fine and, and healthy. And, and you're not sure, well, the healthy in, those, in as much as he's, he's on a scooter. So I, I do think you ought to go and have a watch of the video. It really opened my eyes as to the difficulties that Dean faces on a daily basis. I don't, I don't want to make it sound like a sob story because the video that he's done is not like a sob story either. I, I think Dean really was bearing his soul when he did that video. And uh, my uh, hats off to you, kudos to you, Dean, for that. Uh, I'm sure it was a very difficult thing to do and to release. It, just, just watch it. I'm not going to go too much into it, but yeah, go watch the video. So, so yeah, just I literally wanted to 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 let you know and to find out more about what fibromyalgia and the ankle it's turned off yeah spondylitis so i'm dean didn't do it for sympathy and i don't want to say my sympathies to you dean because i don't i i honestly don't think that's what he was doing it for there are people who have got the fibromyalgia and everything who are struggling and i can really understand how debilitating it can be after watching the video and Dean has managed to find something in his YouTube channel that keeps him going, gives him a purpose. And, and that all comes out in the video. And just just watch it. Go and see it. It, it, it really is very, very brave of Dean to do this video. Um, and I can see it being very supportive for people who have a similar condition. So... Vaping aside, this is completely not really vaping related, other than the YouTube channel that Dean does is vaping related. It could just have easily been motorcycle related from how from Dean's first intentions when he started it. So yeah, there you go. That was that's just what I wanted to signpost you to because I think it is definitely, definitely worth a watch. Love you, Dean. Thank you very much for everything you do for the uh, vaping community. And uh, the fact that you managed to continue and do your vaping uh, YouTube channel with everything that you face. Dean, you are a star. Okay, right. There we are. That's it. Next bit. Flavor of the week. Yeah. <laughs> Right, welcome to Flavour of the Week. This is the first time I will be trying a juice on Flavour of the Week. My our very first one. Yay! The juice I've got today is one that I got given at Vape Fest. And for some reason it's just sat in the cupboard and I've not tried it. It's from Vampire Vape and it's part of their American Desire range. I have no idea what... Uh, flavour it is. I've literally just not even researched it or looked into it on purpose. So I have no idea what I'm getting. Now the bottle is it's quite a dark bottle. It's a very... Um, it's got a bit of a western type of font 
uh, on the front. It's just text on the front, so I've got no idea. It doesn't give anything away as to the flavour. And this one is American Desire, and it's called Grizzly. Now, I actually got a little bit confused when I looked at it, because I looked at the front and it says 25 milligrams. I'm like, what? What? But on closer inspection, it's actually 2.5 milligrams. So, well, there we go. That sounds a little bit better. Anything over 20 mil at the moment is a little bit naughty anyway. So I've got my Mirage Mechmod, which at the moment only seems to come out for flavour reviews. But there we go. So I've got my Mirage Mechmod. I've juiced it up. Oh, and I was going to sniff it first to see what it smells like. Ooh. For some reason, I don't know why, but for some reason, the, um, you know, I'm going to hold, uh, is that better? There you go. For some reason, I've looked at the bottle and I, I just get the impression that it's going to be a tobacco flavour. I have no idea why I've, just, I've thought that, but uh, tobacco flavour is just the impression that I've got. Um, there we are. Okay, so let's, uh, let me try and have a sniff. Ooh. Yeah, it's, it's not a tobacco flavour, I don't think. It's got a... Ooh! Mmm! First impressions on the sniffing. It's got a bubblegum kind of a smell to it. Now, now smells don't always go with the uh, the vape, do they? But that, that does definitely smell a little bit bubblegummy to me. I've re-wicked the RDA on the Mirage Mech Mod, so it's all uh, wicked up with fresh wick, fresh coils, and fresh battery. So, here we go. Let's give it a toot and last sniff. Yeah, definitely a bubbly gum kind of sm uh, f smell to it. There we, yeah, we are. Right, let's have a go. Wow. Yeah, actually tastes of bubble gum. Unsurprisingly, it really does taste like bubble gum. But it's not unpleasant. I was expecting, because, you know, bubblegum vapes, you think, oh my god, it's going to taste like bubblegum. Um, but, uh, oh, it's not too bad. Interesting. Bubblegum flavour. There we are. Right, I'm going to, I'm now going to look um, on Vampire Vape. And I have no idea why. Vampire Vape. I'm going to bring this up, I think, on, on VT UK um, and ask what the others think. Um, and I'm now looking up VT UK when I shouldn't be. I'm looking up vampire vape. I, I, I wonder, there's there's some, like, vampire vape, uh, totally wicked. I mean, back in the day, these were the, uh, the go-to uh, vape stores, the, 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 the big ones, the ones where you were able to get your... Um, to get things that you couldn't get anywhere else. Uh, especially Vampire Vape, I think, one of the first to offer concentrates and mix your own. Um, but interestingly, they seem to... It's it's interesting how, how companies and what have you go out of favour. Um, and I don't think... I, I get the impression it is not cool to like Vampire Vape, or definitely not totally wicked. 
Um, and, and I don't know why. Um, I'm going to bring this up on... If you, it, I, I'd be really interested. I don't think it's something I can debate with myself on the podcast. Um, but definitely something that I think I'll uh, I'll bring up on the um, uh, on the Vape Talk UK if you want to see it. Right. Okay. Let's have a look. I found it. American Desire Grizzly. Let's have a look. See what this says. Grizzly is a sweet strawberry treat with a hint of red licorice, just like the red laces, to make the grizzliest grumpy bear mellow into a cute fluffy teddy bear. Oh, well, there we go. Um. Yeah. Strawberry laces. It tastes like bubble gum to me. Let's have a go. I can I can see where they're coming with the red laces. I can't. It, it's it's got that. It's got that candy bubble gum um, gelatin flavour to it. So it's definitely got a, a hint of bubble gum in the strawberry. Uh, yeah, definitely strawberry. To me, that's got a definite bubblegum, bubblegum, bubblegum. <laughs> it's got a definite bubblegum aftertaste to it. I don't know whether that's the the licorice flavour that it's uh, that it's got with it or or what, but um, yeah, it's interesting flavour. I can't say it's going to be one that I'm going to rush out and buy. I don't think. But yeah, certainly for something different, yeah, give it a try. American Desire, the American Desire range from Vampire Vape. And it's Grizzly. There we go. It's a, it's a strawberry bubblegum flavour. Ah, there we go. Right, that's uh, Flavour of the Week for this week. So, on to the next bit. Hello, my cupcake. All right, Leslie. Hi, how are you doing? I'm all right, thank you. And how are you? Yep, yep, not too bad, thank you. What have you been up to? Oh, just this and that. Oh, by the way, why weren't you on that Vape Talk UK programme this week? Oh, that's my fault. I was working in Newcastle, I'm afraid, and just just didn't get back in time. And when I got back, I was knackered, so I didn't go on. Sorry. Oh, well, that's just not good enough. Yeah. Do you know, I've got a fan club. Have you? Really? Yeah. You know the you know the fella that that uh, that's from Scotland. Yeah. You know, the one with the shed. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know, Mark Todd. Leslie, that's not Mark Todd. What do you mean it's not Mark Todd? It's not Mark Todd. Yeah, of course it is. Stupid. He's from Scotland and he lives in a shed. Of course he's Mark Todd. <laughs> Who else could it be? Leslie, that's Chris. Well? Chris, didn't you notice he hasn't got a Scottish accent? He's not, you know, originally from Scotland. Yeah, but but he's in a shed. Not everybody who's on YouTube talking about vape stuff is Mark Todd. Yeah, but the shed. Yeah, okay. Anyway, Chris, what, what about him? Well, he went to all the expense of printing a special cap up. It says, hashtag Team Leslie. Really? Yeah. He's, he's obviously gone and done it special. I think I think we could be starting a Leslie fan club here. What do you think? Yeah, I, I think somehow Chris does actually like you, somehow. Yeah, well, I like him. He's quite hunky. Yeah. Okay, right, well, we'll leave that there. So... <laughs> God, Leslie. What? What are you doing? 
Yeah, well, he's, he's all right. He's, he, I think he's the most sensible one out of the lot of you. Well, yeah, well, I suppose. Yeah, he's in a shed. Well, yeah, shed. Okay, we'll go with shed. <laughs> oh, Anyway, Leslie, Leslie, I hear you're going to be having uh, your own section of the podcast. Yeah, you said I could have a little bit and I could talk about what I wanted to. Yeah, I did. Absolutely. So, what are you going to do? Well, seeing as it's the vaguely vaping-related podcast, I thought I would do an incredibly silly fact of the week. Okay. All right, then. Well, go on, then. Here we go. Here's your chance. This this is is your time to shine, Leslie. Go on, then. Uh, Do your section. Okay. Hello, my cupcake, and welcome to vaguely interesting fact of the week. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Did you know that there will be over 15,000 million pumpkins sold for Halloween? Is that it? Yeah. That's not even a real fact, is it? Well, I don't know. I'm sure they're going to sell a lot of pumpkins. Yeah, but how many was it? Uh, 15,000 million. Okay. Right. Um, well, thank you for listening to Vaguely Interesting Fact of the Week. Well, I thought it was good. I think next time, Leslie, <laughs> next time, Leslie, you might want to actually look up and do a real fact. Oh, okay then. All right, I will find something really interesting for next time. Okay. Right. After that rather boring section, um, on to the next bit. Right, time for a completely shameless plug. Vape Talk UK, the YouTube channel Vape Talk UK, are running a raffle. Um, they are running a raffle in aid of cancer research, uh, d- purely due to one of our listeners having. Well, you know what cancer's like. Uh, everybody, absolutely everybody, is touched by cancer, and I, I think vapors are often more aware of it than anybody else as we are invariably ex-smokers and we all know the cancer risks involved with smoking. So we, we are all touched by cancer in one form or another. So Vape Talk UK are going to be doing a raffle in aid of cancer research and everybody is pitching in and throwing in something to the raffle. Uh, The guys don't know yet, but I'm making something up and getting something done so that I've got something, because I don't own a vape shop. Um, It's it's not going to be huge. It's it's just something small that I'm uh, producing. Uh, myself, then I'm going to chuck it into the raffle as well, but there's going to be loads of things in for the raffle. There's going to be, uh, I'm, there's going to be hardware, I've heard. So there's going to be a couple of mods, I believe, that are going to be available in there. I am sure that Stu is throwing in some stuff from his new Vulcan Brothers range, and I know he's got loads of stuff. He's got his new, I can't, I'm not exactly sure what he's throwing in so don't hold me on this because I I really don't we haven't finalized the exact prizes as yet but I'm wanting to get this plug out now 
because if I don't get it out in this podcast, by the time we get to the next podcast, the raffle will be done. And we don't want that. I want you to hear about this raffle beforehand. So I know Stu's got this, his new range coming out. He's got his new mech mod. He's got loads of uh, clothing. I think he's got some clothing range that's uh, that's coming out. I don't know what he's exactly going to put in, but I'm sure he's going to put something from that range into the raffle. Um, Mark's putting some stuff in from Vapesque, so there's some uh, hardware and some juices. I know Dale from the Yorkshire Vapor is putting in some stuff from uh, some juices. He said he was got he'd got some juices that he was going to throw in, and I believe he's putting a mod in. And he did tell me what it was, and I now can't remember what the hell it was. But we're going to finalise this before. And Chris, don't forget Chris. I'm sure Chris is getting some of his Palmolives. Palmolives? Palmolives? That's something completely different. Oh, fuck it. Yeah, there is going to be a bar of Palmolive in. I'm going to buy one and we're going to have a bar of Palmolive in. I meant Pandora. Fuck's sake. Oh, what am I like? Right, so there will be a Pandora from Chris. Chris has said he was going to put a, a Pandora in, and he may be throwing some else, uh, some other stuff in. But yes, I'm going to include a bar of Palmolive, just for the sheer entertainment of it. <laughs> oh, fuck me. Yeah, okay. So yeah, go on to um, watch, the, watch the Vape Talk UK on Tuesday. I'm sure we'll be going through uh, what prizes we've got on that. If not, go on to the Vape Talk UK on the Facebook and see what uh, see what it is and get involved this is for charity um we're doing uh, we're putting free stuff in there um available for you and it's going to be a raffle we're wanting to raise as much money as we possibly can um so get onto the vape talk UK Facebook page have a look on there there is already a link on there for uh, for donations and what have you but go and have a look there you go I just wanted to get that out Vapor Expo is due next week yes so I do hope you've got your tickets if you do want to go to Vapor Expo it's Friday the 27th 8th and 9th that is Saturday and Sunday as well, not just Friday, obviously. That would be strange, having Friday being 27th, 8th and 9th. But anyway. <laughs> right. So, yeah, Vapor Expo is next weekend. It's on the 20, starts on the 27th of October and runs for the whole weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Friday is a B2B day. And if you don't know what B2B is, because I had to look it up when I first heard it, what the hell's B2B? Uh, business to business. So it's uh, where vape shop owners go to the expo to see juices and mods and what have you that they can uh, get in their shops there you go that's the that's what the friday is saturday and sunday is open to the general public so if you want to just come down and uh, see what there is to see it's definitely worth going because the vapor expo at the nec in birmingham is massive it is huge so there's going to be loads of uh, stands there they're going to have the uh, the fairground rides it's worth going just for the fairground rides there'll be loads of music pumping it's got a right atmosphere and just uh, yeah just come along have a look they've got what's new for this year the uh, da, 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 i've mentioned this in a podcast before i'm fairly sure 
um, the modders market where we've got so basically the hobbyist mod maker so it's not anyone well i'm sure there'll be a few of them there in there that are doing it for a living but it's not mass produced stuff it's just stuff that's made by uh, individuals and definitely worth a look just to see the sort of stuff that they're coming out there'll be stuff that'll be 3d printed there'll be stuff that will be made out of stab wood blocks there'll be um stuff that's made out of um wood i'm sure i think i think that uh, fine mods um matt johnson will be going down with his um walnut boxes oh, have a look at the fine mod fine mods walnut boxes absolutely stunning and there'll be loads of other stuff there so tribophobic oh what's the one know that's definitely going unfortunately i don't think herbie's going oh that would have been good to have a bit of an infinium to uh, drool over, but uh, I know he's not mass producing his bo his boxes, so probably I can understand why he's not going. Um, but there you go. So yeah, get down to uh, Vape Expo. I will be wandering around. I should be fairly easy to spot because I've got a microphone, which will be in my paws for probably most of the day. So a microphone and headphones either on my head or around my neck. So you should be able to find me. The microphone has also got a red Ideal Home Show vinyl stuck on it. So if you, if you see that, that's me! So uh, come up and say hello. I'd be more than happy to talk to you. Um, so, yeah, there you go. Vapor Expo. Thought I'd mention that. Just get it in there. Right, so yeah, I think that just about wraps it up then for this episode. This is episode... 12? Are we on 12? God, I've lost count. We're on episode 12. My God, yay! So that means... <laughs> that means that the next episode is going to be episode 13. Perhaps I ought to do a 12A instead. What do you think? Episode 12A, because I'm superstitious and scared of the bogeyman coming to get me. <laughs> yeah. Or shall I just do it just for the sheer hell of it? Yeah, right, next episode is going to be 12A, not, uh, not 13. Because, just because. So, <laughs> episode 12A will be coming up in a fortnight's time. Um, and that will have all of the interviews that I'll be doing. Uh, maybe not all of them. Hopefully not all of them. That will have some of the interviews that I'll be doing at Vapor Expo. So I'm going to be doing exactly the same as I did at the last Expo and what I did at Fest. I'll be going around and annoying the hell out of people by shoving a microphone in their face and going, Would you like to give an interview for, for the Vaguely Vaping Related Podcast? And seeing what they say. Occasionally I get told no. Most of the time they go, uh, all right. And very occasionally I do a fantastic interview and completely forget to press the record button. Not going to do that again this time. Well, I say I'm not. <laughs> oh, I'm sure I will. So yeah, that's coming up uh, in the next episode. It's going to be uh, it's going to be the Vapor Expo special. And oh yes, 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 the competition. Uh, right, if you're listening to this podcast, then effectively I have closed the competition. So I will then sift through the thousands of entries I've had for a vaguely vaping-related podcast logo. I've had loads. <coughs> no, I've got a few, it's fine. <laughs> and uh, once I've done that, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make the prize up. So I will uh, make up a 3D printed mod with the logo itself. 
on it. So, uh, yeah, that'll be interesting. Um, so, yeah, that's to come. Well, yeah, so, um, yeah, I hope you've enjoyed this uh, episode. So, get cleaning your squonkers. So, I did mention, I didn't, I didn't mention, I meant to mention, because I didn't mention the silver. You don't clean the, you don't clean the silver, you just polish it with a cloth. You can get silver polish cloths. You can get, it's made by the same people that do Brasso, but it's different. Do not use Brasso on the silver. Just use a special silver polish if you really want to polish it. But like I said, I've not polished the silver contacts on my rock mods, and it's fine. Just uh, just clean the knee, clean the nut, and uh, off and away. Anyway, there you go. I did polish the contacts on my box today because after talking about it, I thought actually this is filthy and needs cleaning. So uh, so yeah. Oh, and apologies for Leslie's incredibly interesting fact of the week. Um, I'll I'll have words with Les and uh, see if we can get something. Uh, a little bit more meaningful for next time but there we go anyway don't forget hashtag team leslie <laughs> i'm gonna start putting that on instagram and see what comes up hashtag team leslie every post i put up is gonna have hashtag team leslie so uh thanks for that chris <laughs> you've got to be leslie's number one fan <laughs> <laughs> so right I, I think that just about wraps it up then so uh, yeah don't forget you can catch me on uh vtu or you can also if you really want to catch me on vape talk uk the uh, we're on tuesdays at eight o'clock that's with me chris mark stewart and dale <laughs> i think i've remembered everyone have i yes Occasionally, Leslie pops in to say hello. <laughs> um, yeah, it's definitely worth uh, worth a watch. Um, and it's just as good, if not better, than other <coughs> uh, vaping programs. Um, so, yeah, go and, have a, go and have a look and and see what you think. <laughs> oh, wonderful. Right, so, yeah, thank you very much to, for listening to this episode. Um, have a good week. I will see you at Expo. If you are going, come and say hi. Otherwise, I will see you at the next episode for the Vapor Expo special. Thank you very much for listening. Goodbye.
Okay, time now for a completely shameless plug. Um, Vape Talk UK, you know the uh, the the. Uh, can't talk tonight. 